0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third, and I'm Jack Allison. And today, I didn't know if we were going to do this episode because Jack, I gotta be honest with you. Ed, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at a certain point around May twenty fifth or so where I felt like I was in the episode of a sitcom because I started to lose faith in Meltdown May. Wow. I literally I am not even joking about this. I was sitting there and saying, You know what? Meltdown May isn't even real. It's a lie. It's not true. You weren't wrong, honestly. Like it was a very
1: like light month until the end of the month when things just
0: popped off and since they popped off we are doing this special meltdown may episode with a very special guest host of the katie Halper show and useful idiots katie Halper. thank you so much for coming back to struggle session
2: of course thanks for having me on
0: katie do you believe in the magic of meltdown may
2: (laughs) you know what i gotta be honest i is this a sports thing is it is there a thing in actual played sports called meltdown may no 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 No. okay
0: no. But we cover it as if it were
2: Okay. See how good I, I am at this stuff, this pop culture thing? <laughs> All right. So March Madness is a thing, right? Correct. Yes, that March kind Mad- of what you're making fun March of? March
0: Madness, Meltdown, Made, yeah. you know, very similar. Yeah. Uh, seasonal affective disorders.
2: Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, do I believe in it? I mean, the first time I heard about it was on your show, right? Because that's where it started, right?
0: No, we did not invent the term. Before your show, we could probably look up who did. I don't know who. Probably some old irony poster who's long been suspended. Oh, okay. And well, gone back to go. a normal this is, life. <laughs> this is just
2: me giving you guys the chance to expand on it and catch everyone up. Oh yeah. I mean, I almost lost faith. It was May twentieth, I think it was May twenty fifth, and I almost stopped believing in it.
0: Oh yeah, almost. And yeah. then, you know, the goddess of garbage comes down <laughs> from heaven and just delivers us a bounty of awful. Awful uh, stuff. Um, the one that really made me a, a true believer is, you know, we got to see a a veteran meltdown. made player, movie, Bob, chime in on one of the most bizarre, bizarre online take controversies that I, I've ever seen. <laughs> it took a while to unravel what it was ultimately about. Uh, ultimately, about it started with this uh, woman. Her name's Ashley Lynch. I'm I'm saying her name. She didn't actually have a meltdown. Okay, she made some goofy posts, but she didn't have a meltdown. I'm gonna give her her points uh, for it. She did not meltdown. She just got the ball kind of rolling. I do want to say her name because she is a professional screenwriter and she seems like an all right person. But she made some kind of goofy post for a reason that I'll explain in a little bit. And it may be shocking to you. So, but I'll I'll start reading the post. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right. I'm watching Seven Samurai <sighs> and realizing. This is the movie that masturbatory filmmakers, incapable of telling a story in 100 minutes, cling to as an excuse for their worst impulses on why it's okay to waste the audience's time because they believe they discovered capital C cinema.
2: Okay. Wow. Con-
0: continued. I find It, Seven Samurai, to be very meandering film that in its restored state, Criterion version is easily eighty minutes of story stretched out over three and a half hours. I get that it's from nineteen fifty four and is going to have a slower pace, but I go so far as to call it overly indulgent and a hind- and hindering the story.
1: Okay. <sighs> I mean she said it, listen like I Leslie, one thing about this one that's interesting, and this is just a hot take. This is not necessarily a meltdown. this is just oh
0: we'll get to the meltdown' this a day.
1: very hot take, but one thing that you know is underrated about this particular take is that this is also Zack Snyder derangement syndrome. It comes from the fact that Zack Snyder said in some interview, I don't even know that he like likes Seven Samurai, yes, or it's, something it's, like
2: that. It's exactly that. <laughs> oh, were, I see. Right, I get it. Yeah, it's so Trump the, syndrome, but I get it. But with Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder yeah. yeah, yes. It yes
0: so it was not actually about critiquing the film Kurosawa. That the director, the unnamed directors who copied Kurosawa, was Zack Snyder. And so and so they were insulting Zack Snyder for his long movies by way of insulting Akira, Akira Kurosawa, one of the greatest, most important film directors of all time. Who I, I I don't know why you would even try this. Why like how badly do you hate Zack Snyder that you? Like make yourself be that person (laughs) that's talking shit about (laughs) Kira Kurosawa for no reason and his movies being too long. Because frankly, it just makes you look like you are a child who doesn't understand movies. And, And this Ashley Lynch woman is not one of those people but because of that little online mini culture war where people are trying are very mad about Zack Snyder and the positive press he got from the Justice League and even Army of the Dead, which I don't think is any good, but I think he got so much good press from it. And par, and there was a press release about saying that he was going to direct a Star Wars movie uh inspired by Seven Samurai. And he's still gonna make that movie, it's just not gonna be a Star Wars movie, it's gonna be standalone. I'm sure he made a tweet or something about a Vero or something about it. And that's what launched this attack on Akira Kurosawa because those headlines showed up in the nerd sites, you know how they like there's one article based on a tweet and then they all post an article. Those showed up like an hour before the hot take about Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai showed up. So there probably wasn't even enough time to actually watch the movie in between
1: They just, the walk, they just looked up how long it was, yeah. and they were like, yeah, you know what? He just likes, he likes to make long movies, and this is also a long movie.
2: And this person's like an actual professional. I mean, you're, you're being you're saying we don't need to go in that hard, right? Yeah, but, we,
0: we, don't have, we don't have to go in that hard, but she yeah. is a professional screenwriter, but I don't think she actually believes this at all. But obviously she doesn't because when people were responding to it, they also posted a screenshot of her praising Avengers Endgame as being like a astounding movie. And that movie, of course, is like three and a half hours long. And technically, if you look at it, you could look at it as like a seven hour movie since you have to watch the one before it. Right. And then when you add in all the ancillary marvel universe material you're looking at 100 hours uh, to get that movie. and she specifically praised it for building to that all right now again she took it in stride took the feedback in stride didn't have a meltdown but but Mm-mm. enter one of the most astonishing meltdown main athletes year after year this man is putting up numbers yeah the movie bob oh yeah bob chipman he he brought the meltdown to the hot take and it was this. Um so Ashley was saying, you know, people are owning her for liking a Marvel movie while criticizing another movie, yada yada yada. Movie Bob quotes tweet this quote tweets this with um in quotation marks, Marvel movie function functions in film discourse, how woke does in reactionary political discourse. I.E., oh we really mean the N-word, but uh-huh. we don't want to go fully mask off, uh, end quote. Except here the mask is, we're not just being reflexively anti-anything too popular. Honest. I don't what? think anybody who heard me read that understood it. And it yeah. takes, a, uh, takes a while. I don't, to, and I'm reading yeah, it yeah. in front of me. Yeah, <laughs> You're reading it in front of you. So basically what he's saying is that when people, like, uh, myself, like Jack, right. criticize Marvel movies, the MCU. We're not really criticizing the films them say themselves.
1: What I really want to be doing is a stream of uninterrupted N words. Yes. Is what he's saying. <laughs> when, I, when, I'm, when I'm saying I don't like, you know, the Marvel movies, they're too much like television shows. What I'd really what he thinks I, I would rather be doing is just saying the N word <laughs> uh, on repeat over and over again.
2: He's in defense of Ashley, right? Yes. Just so I, I want to make sure I get it. He's criticizing the people who responded her to her because she. Yes. So she, she, she Correct. was pro Marvel anti-kurosawa people made like <laughs> went out her for being that, what, a, what right? a
1: hilarious situation to be what, what a place to I put even yourself really, even
2: i didn't even honestly when i said that like there was no comedic intention and once yeah. it came out of my mouth i was like oh wow yeah. so he's being an ally and he's being anti-kurosawa or at least if he's really he's criticizing criticism of marvel movie now did yes. he was this in in response to you leslie or in response to many people who are criticizing her
0: Oh, in response to many people, it wasn't uh, directly uh, to me. It would be completely inappropriate for me to bring any tweet. Of a direct interaction, call it a meltdown. I I just oh that's right, you would have
2: to recuse yourself. I, I would have to yeah, recuse yeah. Okay, myself. Somebody yeah.
0: else has to bring that one in. If that I really see, yeah. yes.
2: But like, so what? What this isn't. Ins- so wait, can I can I read this again? His tweet. Yes. Okay, yes. and I'm gonna do quote and quote so people can. Oh yeah, it's yes, confusing, please, right? Please, Kate. I mean, it's yes. not you. This it's it's very him. Confusing. Okay. Yes. Okay. So quote Marvel movie end quote functions in film discourse. How quote woke end quote does in reactionary political discourse, i.e., quote, we really mean N-word, but we don't want to go fully mask off, end quote, except here the mask is, quote, we are not just being reflexively anti anything too popular, Mm -hmm. honest, exclamation point, end quote. I don't even, I still don't (laughs) understand it, and I've been staring at it.
0: Okay, so Katie, what he's basically saying, all right, let's, let's be f- yeah. fair and let's as be generous fair. to him as Charitable, possible. Now, yeah. this is a meltdown just for the fact of invoking the N word as comparison to people critiquing Marvel films. Right. Okay. This is definitely a meltdown, but we're going to be as fair as possible uh, to Bob here. Mm-hmm. So, what he's trying to say is this he's just making an analogy. He's not actually saying, um, criticizing marvel is like saying the n-word he wants you to think that certainly he wants to make that you to make that association in your mind but he's not literally right didn't, didn't, he,
1: didn't he repost this one uh taking out the n-word and replacing it with like pick any slur or something yes like that? yes oh, he
0: that's did. actually okay. much nicer okay yeah because he thought that was too, it was too charged and he he took that feedback on and we appreciate that yeah what mm-hmm. he's saying is that when you when people like you like me say marvel movies are bad what we're really doing is just critiquing what's popular and that's really all and 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 that's it so we're we're just being uh we're not letting people enjoy things we're uh we're uh what's the what's the other one the disliking things that are popular is not a personality that that annoying fucking one like 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 that's what he's really saying and he could say that of course without invoking the n-word but it's this thing where he's trying to make people who don't like marvel movies the same as like the (laughs) alt-right like these are the same to him
1: you know, and I guess that there has been, you know, this thing over the last couple of years where it's like it, the only reason not to like Marvel, you know, is because it stars women and people of color or something like that. And Wait,
2: frankly, is I Wonder just think- Woman Mar- uh, Marvel?
0: No, that's, that's DC. DC. Damn it. I, and uh, briefly, I mean, I just I feel bad going too hard on Bob here, but he had another late entry, a little bit of overtime. Uh, and this is a funny story because apparently a federal judge... Has a bit of a sense of humor. Has a bit of a bit of a geek, and he wrote a note uh, in uh, in the judgment where he references The Last Jedi uh, in the the case. And he actually uses – he's making an analogy, and he says, it would be like George Lucas promising that no meteor and schlocky uh, sequels will come out after the Disney sale. And, of course, that's exactly what Disney did with The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) So it's legally – legal precedent now that wow. The Last Jedi is bad. Uh, listen,
1: I'm just happy that that's in law, frankly. You know what I mean? I think it's about goddamn time, too.
2: I think there was, like, a, a a court case about the Dodgers, like, someone using that word and whether they had the rights to use it, and the judge was like, you lost the right to the Brooklyn Dodgers name when you left Brooklyn. Like, the judge was clearly a, an offense. A like fan? A, yeah, yeah, he was clearly, like, aggrieved by you know, felt betrayed when the Brooklyn Dodgers went to L.A. Anyway, that's where my head was at.
0: Wonderful play. That brought me back in the meltdown. uh uh Katie, did you have any meltdowns you wanted to cover?
2: I, I think this was a meltdown. What we have is, um, you know, we had, uh, I guess, Aaron Maté tweeted something about Cenk Uger. Uh He was upset. Jank uh, Uger, I guess. I think what happened is that during Jank Uger had tweeted this tweet out. Israelis and Palestinians kill each other over which sky god they pretend to speak to, Ugh. and it's politically incorrect to point out there is no human god, Fucking let alone
1: Bill, Bill Maher yeah. like year two thousand three. takes. that's funny. That's what Leslie that's almost was like, a like. This is 2000- in 2000- his cell. Yes, Yeah, maybe. Like- yeah,
2: this is. Yeah, maybe. And Leslie was like, "It has a lot of two thousand seven energy." I think you said <laughs> yeah. two thousand six, yeah. two thousand seven. Um, yeah. So Israelis and Palestinians kill each other over which sky god they pretend to speak to, and it's politically incorrect to point out there is no human god, let alone one that favors Jews or Muslims. All this violence over the equivalent of which character they like better in the MCU. Okay. And then Aaron okay. tweeted... Dude. Okay, yeah, sorry, we should have said that at first. That's what so, it all is. So then Cenk. Aaron Maté tweets, my god tells me that this is the worst tweet of all time. And I guess what happened is that then, what must have happened is that while they're streaming... It's a members only thing I guess. Um he's like, "Oh, apparently Aramate's yelling at me on Twitter. And I I can only assume he meant Aramate wrote this tweet making fun of my tweet. But Which it's like I I I, I, yeah. I do
0: want to say this. Aramate friend of the show. Yeah. That's not even a, like a dunk. That's, that's I like that's uh, like I like why are we... so light. That's so it's light. so light.
2: <laughs> like it's so light. Aaron,
0: we're going ha- to have to get you in the cipher. We're yeah. going to have to get your dunks get, up. you got to get those yes. numbers up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
2: But that is like, but it, I mean, it's like you can't imagine a better example of someone saying, oh, everybody cares what Aaron Mate has to say than they're responding to him that way. So
0: we do have the video. They said Aaron Mate yelled
1: at me. So oh, Aaron oh, 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 Aaron
2: Mate Oh, Aaron Mate. Everyone cares what Aaron oh, Mate oh, okay. has to say, oh, okay. right? The guy who denies that Syrian children were killed with chemical attacks. Yeah, yeah. And fuck gets Aaron paid by Mate. Yeah, get, fuck you. Gets anyway, paid let's by move the on. Russians. Let's end the freaking pod. I can't, I can't. Okay, see that's what happened. I can't stand my, I, I can't stand that guy. And I can't stand the very intentional disinformation they put out there in regard to disgusting dictators around the world. The very people they Seem to be working for. To be quite honest with you, let's move on. All right, we're done. Disgusting. Uh, Absolutely b- disgusting. Oh yeah, everyone cares what Aramati has to say. <laughs> and then the middle finger. Oh, it's not just a fuck you. It's a fuck you with the middle finger.
0: There seemed to be such anger. Yeah. And mm-hmm. vitriol, and of course, completely ridiculous accusations against Aaron, Besides, like the anger is, the anger is one thing and the lies are one thing, but the both together is just so strange. I mean, I would love to call the Young Turks friends of the show. I mean, I watched them back in the day. Uh, I certainly, uh, you know, they have hired nearly everybody that they've all ultimately beefed with, who, a lot of whom I like. So that's, <laughs> that's, so thank you uh, for for that. But this is like, just seems like a completely unhinged reaction yeah. to mild criticism. Very,
1: very weird. They've gotten very weird over there. I don't know what the hell's going on.
2: It's so crazy. And fuck Aaron Mate. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. And then we're, and wasn't then,
1: everybody? I mean, listen, I'm not even a big fan or whatever, but aren't these the guys that were like so mad about Jimmy Dore for like yeah yeah? That's my big it's point. Like, can we like, just stop already? With pretending the,
2: like, to be the adults in the room. Here, that's here's my really thing.
1: My feeling about it is like yeah, exactly. Like Young Turks, like you got to acknowledge that what you're doing is like morning radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially if this is like the way you're acting. Like you're not well, whatever. Just I, get I, over the it. The
2: thing that I just found funny also is that like Jang clearly gets kind of gets wind that like he's realizing during it because his meltdown is like a mini meltdown or it's like a semi meltdown so he's like half normal like you know seeing red he's probably seeing like pink right or seeing like red out of one eye and so it goes off so then this is kind of my favorite most underrated part of it is when she goes let's end the podcast and then jen goes you see that's what happens you see, that's what happens when someone tweets something critical of my tweet, inevitably and is going to tell them to go fuck themselves and give them the finger No on one camera. gets
0: a show. No one gets a show.
1: Now uh, nobody gets to watch our weird little yeah. fucking thing where I'm yeah. looking at my mentions.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was just that was the weirdest part about it. Thank God that she it was such a meltdown because then I think it was, had she said it in a calm way, I think yeah. it could have actually been more damaging. I mean, to me, this is so clearly...
0: Yeah, this is the best way to get called an Assadist or yeah, a genocide. Yeah, by someone denier. having a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by someone having a meltdown during May, and you love I mean, this during May. That was during the May. I, me- I mean, that was the beauty of it. So, appreciation uh, to Anna and Zinc uh, for you know giving us that on-air meltdown about mm-hmm. a tweet, and uh, that's that's playing the game on another level. That's playing mm-hmm. the game on yeah. another really meta. level, and I actually I like to see it. Um, so yeah, yeah.
1: High quality, high quality yeah. meltdown a- a- there. I like that a
2: lot. A- Aaron really provokes people. <laughs> yeah. He's such pisses the- people like, off for why? With, know, He's like
0: it. the gentlest guy. In fact, we need to, we need to get, he needs to have a meltdown. He needs to get I know. angry. Yeah. <laughs> it, but, frankly, yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: uh, uh, uh,
2: This is the closest thing. Yeah, we've, we've gotten, but yeah. You know, I am not on Twitter. I'm not looking as much anymore. But
1: what happened with that person, Eve Barlow, is oh my God, really, yes, really something. Okay. Um, and so this is a person, Eve Barlow, who's like a ph- photographer and just like a pretty nasty vocal Zionist. And I guess some time ago, someone responded to one of her Zionist tweets with just saying Eve Fartlow to her it's changed her entire life somehow. <laughs> like, this person has become so obsessed with the fact that people respond to her calling her Eve Fartlow that she's now written, like, actually, I think, one of, like, the finest Meltdown May pieces of all time. You know, a, like, multi-page dissertation in Tablet Magazine about being about how being called Eve Fartlow by people on Twitter is like having a pogrom done to you.
2: And this is a woman, by the way, who tweeted a thing out that was, my friend saw a free parking sign and thought it said free Palestine. Jews are tired. (laughs) Uh, And like it, that was, I mean, there, I, I feel like I could talk about that for days because there's so much in there.
1: I swear, there are some people where you're like, this is a joke. Someone is doing like a long form gimmick just because I've been on web forums and stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this one reads like a joke. And Eve Barlow read to me like a joke for a really long time. But this is a very real person who's now going
0: on like Fox News and shit to talk about being called Eve Fartlow. Well, here's the thing. I feel this might disappoint some people.
2: Uh -uh. And,
0: And this is what I said from the beginning about the eve barlow person when i first saw her tweets which are mostly you know just these unhinged defenses of the idf and or accusations that any critique of the right. uh, any acknowledgement that palestinians deserve to be like live free um uh, any suggesting that that is in of itself is anti-semitic i when i saw her post i was like you know what this is not a meltdown she is not actually mad she is doing political propaganda and brand building like you said jack she went from being called eve fartlow to being to publishing in tablet magazine to being on fox news tv just the other that's not a meltdown you don't build your career you don't have a meltdown and build your career out of it generally speaking but especially like maybe if you were actual celebrity but like not as a political pundit so it, this was never about the meltdown. This was being becoming the deliberately unhinged right. voice of right. Hosborough. That that's what it was.
2: I mean, can I just read the first line of her of her piece? Please. Oh yes,
0: please. It's really um, special.
2: It's amazing. So this is Tablet, which is a totally, I mean, fairly monolithically right wing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's peppish. You know, progressive except on Palestine. Um. Okay, so this this piece is called The Social Media Pogrom." Twitter will not free Palestine, but it will certainly make the world a more anti-Semitic place.
0: Ah, okay. And then she
2: writes, I don't know who crafted the first tweet that simply said Eve Fartlow, but whoever it was, bot or human, started a fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like... Over the past two weeks, Twitter has been littered with the words Eve Fartlow. Every time I tweet, (laughs) this title is the response I attract, and it is pelted at me, irrespective of what I write. (laughs) Hundreds of trolls, some with blue ticks and some without, just start responding to me. Eve Fartlow. Some people have recently switched to Eve Shartlow, but Eve Fartlow seems to be the one that sticks. That sticks? That's funny, huh? If we donated a JNF tree to Israel for every time someone tweeted Eve Fartlow, there'd be no Negev left.
1: She's perfect.
2: <laughs> I mean, forget her like terrible politics within this issue. Like the fact that you're even talking about this within the context of clearly like, you know, as apologists like her would call this, you know, a conflict, although as Jeff Halper pointed out on my show, like it's not yeah. a conflict. This is a settler, settler colonialism. But yeah. like the fact that you are using the word pogrom and fire, metaphorically fire, whatever, like in the context of, A a bombing Uh, Mm -hmm. in the context of people, kids, children being killed in bombs that, you know, set things on fire. Like, it's just so, so up your own ass. And it is so also, it's the same type of self, like, pathological self-absorption that let her tweet that thing in the first place about Jews being tired. Like, Jews being tired because they have to see...
1: The free parking sign. The free parking, free parking sign, parking which sign. triggers
2: in them free Palestine. And honestly, that just reads like, if that weren't curb enthusiasm, that would be great. It would be perfect, <laughs> right? Because it would be Larry David making fun of like an actual thing in the way that he, he can and does really well, right? Mm-hmm. Of like a what I would describe as this, wep- you know, weaponization of trauma where your own like neurosis... And I'm not dismissing, like, anti-Semitism or the Holocaust or the history that that had and, and, like, the way that interacted with the founding of Israel. It still was ethnic cleansing, though. Sorry. Um, But, like, when that trumps, like, when that trumps the lives of other people, it's just, it's, like, so... It's so self-indulgent.
1: I mean, yes, we were literally watching. You could just turn on television and watch residential buildings being like 9-11 into the ground in in Palestine. And this person is writing about how their mentions is a pogrom. Right. Um, I mean, it just is like, again, it's one of these people where you're like this person has to be a parody, but I think yeah. the, the, the closer to the truth is probably like what Leslie is saying is that this was just like a specific intentional rebrand. And part of like, you know, part of it was getting a lot of attention and all attention is good attention, whether it's being called fartlow or whatever, like right. now, now she's on Fox news.
2: Yeah. She, I couldn't find it, but she tweeted something really offensive about how like black lives matter and Palestine.
0: Oh yeah. I think she deleted that one.
2: What was that though? She was basically blaming an,
0: she was critiquing the solidarity between Black Lives Matter and Palestinian freedom movements and saying that that may have directly led to an increase in anti-Semitic crimes in the yeah. United States be- during b- the last Black Lives Matter uprising.
2: Right. Yeah. Because I. Yeah. So yeah, pretty
0: offensive. Yeah. Yeah. but But honestly, I don't I don't by this person as legitimately melting down. Right. She's this is she's someone, rational, you're saying. Yeah. This is someone who's coming in with direct purpose and, you know, just I don't even know what the what the sports now. maybe a ringer. Maybe she's she's like a What's ringer. That? a ringer. A Ringers when you're playing in like a little league team but you bring in a kid who's a little bit older than they're supposed to be or you're doing a casual game but you bring in someone that's a, like a semi pro or something like that. That would be a ringer. Somebody who's more skilled than they actually let on in order to manipulate the game.
2: She is, yeah. She's pretend, yeah. Very very not cool. And you're right, she's hiding behind May Madness. You didn't know it. Yeah, yes,
0: yes. (laughs) This month is Pride Month, and Meltdown May immediately precedes it. And so the same meltdowns kind of keep happening every year, where for some reason, these children, (laughs) these children who've never been to a Pride parade, start yelling about how people at Pride should make everything family-friendly. There should be no kink. There should be no sex or sexuality at Pride. And people actually take, you know, these little reactionary like trad children seriously about this for a hot minute. But it lasted about a week actually. It, it did there was go. a lot of it
1: with the fucking, with like, you know, Vouch and the kind oh, yeah. of you oh, know, the yeah. lefty that world. Was like, there, was a left, there was a left crossover of yeah, it Yeah, that's why because, it picked up. Yeah. Because Vouch decided to fucking say that. But can't say we, that, isn't
2: he not left? Like, don't we have to say not he's really.
1: not Not really. I mean, he,
2: he, he, he self-identifies right? as
1: left but this is not a left, the, no, this is not someone who has like
0: left politics in any like meaningful yeah. way. like Claire McCaskill. <laughs> like there's right? all those YouTubers <laughs> are like Claire McCaskill leftists. And yeah, like they got involved in it too, again, on the wrong side of everything. And I now this did involve me a little bit. This did involve me Uh-oh. a little bit. I did okay. make an so analogy your own... I did okay. make an analogy that, you know, Uh, the LGBTQ community uh, should worry about making a family-friendly pride as soon as we, meaning Louisianians and other people who celebrate it, make a family-friendly Mardi Gras. Oh, I like that. But some people got mad at me because they were like, what are you talking about? Mardi Gras is family-friendly. No, no. Kids go to Mardi Gras. That does not mean Mardi Gras is family-friendly. What that means is, oh, Uncle Joe doesn't give a shit if there's a little (laughs) five-year-old that has ankle when he's getting drunk and getting down and nobody worries about it either. Okay? It's not a family friendly it's not family family friendly means family safe that means everything there's and that's a- actually what they're asking for because obviously pride is family friendly because families go to it all the time all over the country so Here, it's here's a, my
1: feeling about the entire thing and I thought about this you know with all the fucking pseudo fake Claire McCaskill lefties, YouTube lefties you know complaining about it and everything is pride is family friendly pride is for, uh, is fucking like sponsored by target. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Pride is sponsored by, like, Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it is family-friendly. Like, go to a Pride event and then come back and share your opinions on it. You know what I mean? Like, don't just look at, like, pictures that are being passed around by 4channers and fucking conservatives. Um, and, well, you know, uh, uh, but for to me, honestly, I think it's just that, like, Vouch and the rest of them found like a low-hanging fruit thing where like, you know, it would like nothing would come of it and nobody would get in trouble, and so they just had something to shout about for a couple days. And And,
0: and it is worth pointing out that these are the people who are getting mad when the YouTubers got involved in it, uh, the Twitch streamers got involved in it, these are mostly people with very young audiences who spend an inordinate amount of time arguing that incest is at the very least morally neutral. So... (laughs) Why don't you? Which, keep, by the way, keep you know, Keep kink yeah. out of Twitch. Keep kink out of Twitch True. first, and then yeah. start telling Pride what to do. Yeah, honestly,
1: Pride is is perfectly fine. Anything that's sponsored by like Wells Fargo, I think you're not going to be too shocked by what goes on
0: there. Oh God, I, I actually have to take that back. I said keep kink out of Twitch because that was another meltdown where people starting getting mad because of the hot tub streamers like there's there's like a contingent of these twitch people who think it's unfair that women exist because they're very popular on twitch and so their new big thing is getting mad yeah people women would do i'm i'm sure uh, men do it and people all genders do it they do these hot tub streams where they're just sitting in the hot tub doing the stream what the fuck ever? Who gives a shit? But I there was else, yeah. there there were some meltdowns related to getting mad that this exists, and it's like like uh, Jeff Bezos needs to clamp down on this because it's unfair what? to other streamers or something. bizarre stuff. Bizarre stuff.
2: Why? Uh, you know, I,
0: I people hate women. Katie. Yeah, really. It that's basically, it's kind of kind of it, it <laughs> more, more or less. So basically, it's that. For a
1: long time, you couldn't wear bikinis on Twitch because it's, like, sexually suggestive content. Then they said you can wear bikinis, but it has to be in, like, appropriate settings, like a hot tub. So then everyone who (laughs) wanted to wear a bikini like went out and got hot tubs (laughs) or, like, got, like, little kiddie pools to put in their house and started doing hot tub streams. And so then all of Twitch was, like, hot tub streams for a while. And then, I don't know, for some reason that got men really pissed off, you know, because nobody is, like, tuning into their shitty little, like, Minecraft stream. Like, you know, get a better stream. You know what I mean? Like,
2: fuck. I don't know what to tell you. Wait, but why? Is that because that guy sued Twitch because he do you know about this? Is this a huge a guy sued we did this on an isn't I think I did this for an Isn't that terrible on the mm-hmm. um uh on useful idiots. A guy sued Twitch because he was watching something and suggestive women and or a woman and he couldn't help but masturbate. Oh and my God. And he got wow. a chafed penis and he. he yeah, that'll happen. Ejaculated on his keyboard, which caused <laughs> it to like short circuit. I'm not even kidding. Rough. And he was suing them for a lot of money and he was going to donate it to like a Black Lives Matter charity. Well, mm. there
0: you go. I mean, that, what can't be that bad, right? If he's going, <laughs> going to a good. I know. Cult, and it's coming from Jeff Bezos. So, hey, what the hell? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Not?
2: Of course, I'm looking for that story and, like, all these porn video things are coming up, <laughs> which is not what I was... Twitch streamer ejaculation I put in. Sex addict claims hot female gamers caused him to injure his penis. Excessive gaming is known to damage one's joystick. A California sex addict is suing the video streaming platform Twitch for $25 million after claiming that the site's overabundance of scantily clad gamers have caused him to injure his penis, according to the lawsuit. Twitch had subjected him to overly suggestive and sexual content from various female streamers, um, and this resulted in him chafing his penis.
0: He's making, like, a succubus argument. Like, he's arguing that Twitch <laughs> is like a digital yeah. succubus full of yeah. succubi. <laughs> yeah. He,
2: yes.
1: he, like, he was like Odysseus. He was like Odysseus, yeah. you know, on his Odyssey, and Twitch was like the sirens.
2: The sirens, Yeah. He put neosporin on his tip to prevent necrosis. Oh sure. Wait. Okay. So he, it was extremely pa- painful and caused him redness and mild infections that forced him to quote use neosporin on his tip to prevent necrosis.
0: Mm. Oh jeez.
2: Wow. Uh, that's necrosis, actually really that's a lot of uh, a lot of twitch twitch twitching.
1: Listen, I don't want to stay with the companies or anything like that, but at a certain point, personal responsibility <laughs> yeah. you know, has to be considered. <laughs>
0: yeah. On that note, I do want to mention that fentanyl being cut into cocaine, and like, if you Google this story, you're seeing like, people are like dying day to day because of this. is absolutely horrific, and for some fucking reason, there's a the contingent of people who think the answer to that, the response to that should be, well, just don't do drugs. Which hmm. is one of the uh, Katie's eyes? You guys, your eyes are so big. Now, as far as first I of know,
1: all, first of all, for me, not an option. Not an
0: <laughs> option. <laughs> but I, I think most of us not that big into nose candy. As far as mm. I, I, no, like, no I, I, like I don't, coke.
2: not at all. I mean, I have no skin in the game. Yeah, the
0: backstage of the Katie Helper struggle social show is very calm. <laughs> Me, I I
1: do like drugs, but go on.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that is just an insane argument. What the hell?
0: The just say no Nancy Reagan shit. And to hear that from people who are young enough to use Twitter was shocking to me. Except for the fact that I do in my heart believe that no matter what... Your political stripe is there's a 95% chance you just become as a dipshit like your parents <laughs> once you get past a certain age. You get as conservative and annoying as your parents. Most people do. Hopefully, most, uh, some, hopefully, our listeners, struggle listeners, are uh, moving. the left as they get older but i think for the average person even people who think they're savvy witty politically with it like if your response to people literally dying is just say no you're just like a fucking reaganite republican piece of shit like you're like not even a bushite like you're like a reagan like, right. th- like type birth.
1: Yeah. What makes me really upset about it and really bums me about it is that these are people that are that could be young enough to be doing. drugs. I know. Right. It's so, so sad to see. It. It's so sad to see these young people who should be experimenting with and doing drugs out there acting like fucking hall monitors. They're not and stuff out like there. That.
0: They're on. They're literally on Twitter yelling know, and wagging so their and Young men, a generation so of young men lost. They should be going out. Going to raves, getting messed up, having a good time, talking to people, meeting people who I aren't instead of, instead of just like yelling at people twice their age because they happen to be host podcasts or whatever. Like It's just <laughs> yeah. so sad uh, to see. Uh, I, I could not imagine my 20-year-old self being like, hmm, should I go to this rave or should I spend the night like calling people degenerates on Twitter because they think that uh, people who use cocaine don't deserve to die. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't care. You know, if you want to do drugs, okay, be safe. But, like, you don't have to do dr- Just don't be a person who, like, scolds people for dying. I know. Right.
0: It's completely silly shit. Uh, me- definitely meltdowns. But we're not mentioning names because they all suck. All right. Now, the big one that we ended the meltdown may on. There's a news story that caused other people to meltdown. The person actually at the center of this has not... Made a statement as of yet. I'm anxiously waiting it. It's almost gonna be. It's like the OJ verdict at this point. Like that's (laughs) the sort of excitement in the air right now. Ellie Kemper, yes, America's sweetheart, star of the Office, uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. We all know her. We love her. She's vivacious. She's funny. She's you know has such that wonderful. Positive middle school teacher energy, I just <laughs> absolutely adorbs, adorbs, love her. But turns out, you, you, you've you all seen True Detective, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, the uh murder cult that is the portrayed the racist murder cult portrayed in it, Car- Carcosa yeah. in True Detective Season One, uh, Kemper was basically (gasps) in that (laughs) more or less more or less we if you want to really dive deep 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 into it um the true anon podcast has a very deep dive on it about this organization called the veiled prophet which is a 135 year old civic organization philanthropic organization that has these debutante balls they're located in st louis and if you look up the actual history of this organization you will see clearly now a lot of people have been calling them the clan they're actually more likely the prototype (laughs) 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 yeah they're more like a prototype for the clan because you're pre yeah they're pre-clan you can see uh they have similar robes uh, but they're actual yeah and of course they were white and racist too and uh probably are still are extremely so to this day but in the original, it was, the original formation, this is why the meltdowns about it were so strange, it was actually anti-labor. It's a, like an anti-labor secret organization of like a bunch of rich assholes. And these organizations right. exist all over the country. We have a lot of them in the South, a lot of the more Mardi Gras crews are basically something uh, similar uh, to this. And yes, they are all fucking racist and should be. And they all are like a bunch of racist, rich people having parties and should be a and are all pieces of shit. But um, we, we Ellie Kemper was one of their princesses for their ball when she was 19. And it's just like the funniest thing I have ever heard. The, you know late season like office girl uh. was like a clan princess that is so so fucking funny to me that is wow. hilarious so leslie you're you're from like louisiana yeah.
1: don't they have all sorts of fucking yes. you know debutante balls that are all based on old yes. you know racist <laughs> yeah. groups and stuff like that <coughs> so what? i like it's almost like i i almost was annoyed by people passing this around and saying that she was in kkk because it's like so much more weird and interesting that it's like, no, it's not the KKK. It's like the KKK that's still socially acceptable.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Why did this come out randomly well, now?
0: well People were just talking about the society, and the funny thing is, so people did complain and push back and have their own mini meltdowns in defense of Kemper, even before she said anything about it, because they were like, this is so unfair. She was 19. And also, the strangest is Uh, defenses and i saw i swear to god i saw someone try to say this is that you know it's actually we shouldn't criticize say anything about ellie kemper because everyone is a basically a part of our, some sort of racist secret society you know, in the midwest no i don't think that's actually true i i would say that that take is probably true if you're talking about the richest
1: families in the yes. midwest the thing that surprised me the most about it was that ellie kemper i was like oh another hyper rich person out of ucb like that's what really surprised me i was, I was like oh wait ellie kemper is like part of the richest family in the midwest yes. like wow that's interesting <laughs> very
0: interesting and here's the thing though people were complaining about people talking about it because i and i realized this they're all they all have gotten obsessed with cancel culture and so right. you think these people who were mostly who've been sp- spending the past year talking about jeffrey epstein and secret societies of the rich and like talking about how much you hate the rich and all their and all their shit like defending this ultra ultra rich person ultra rich celebrity is part of a fucking secret society because they thought it was can- cancel culture run amok mm. goofy goofy shit have fun seeing celebrities embarrassed especially for shit they actually did now here's the trippy part though about this revelation this is not something that ellie kemper tried to keep secret First of all, there's right. a full-page newspaper article from right. when she did it. Again, 19 in college was at, the, at at their little ball with her, and you have pictures of her with her creepy little attendants. It looks like some shit out of Midsummer and, and, and True Detective as well. But also, they put that picture in in 2018 when she was promoting her book, of memoirs and funny like little stories. So it's not something she was hiding. In fact, she allowed it, or maybe even gave them the picture to include in like the local newspaper, like, oh, look at me when I was 19. And hey, now I'm a real life Disney princess. That's literally the pitch of the article is like Ellie Kemper KK ball to Disney princess. What a beautiful journey.
2: Yeah, I mean, what I I have a question, though, like what is let's say someone did do that, right? Because they were born into this shitty thing. Like, is there a way to And I'm not like letting her off the hook when I say born into a shitty thing. Like, yeah, what's the redemption? Is it like getting out in front of it and really like reckoning with it?
0: But the problem is. That at the beginning of quarantine, she recorded this Google video where she talks about her parents. And when people ask, when she's asked, because the most Google, one of the most Google questions about her, one of those videos, one of the most Google questions is who are Ellie Kemper's parents? Because people hear that she's the daughter of like these billionaires, right? So when she was asked that question, her only answer was they are the best parents in the world. Now, it would be hard only a few months later to disavow your. She uh, said,
2: "Wait, <laughs> they cut me off." I said, "For being members of the
0: <laughs> veiled, prof- veiled Prophet Society." So yeah. they're still in the Veiled Prophet Society. I'm sure uh, it's still what it is. So it'd be hard to like disavow it and say, "I don't uh, that this is something I was pushed into." When and, oh, and she was filming the video from her parents' massive uh, house at the time and saying she was staying. With it. So like kind of trapped in the corner maybe the thing to do is in 2018 not like push it out like try to get rid of that story you're rich enough to hide this stuff you could have gotten rid of this stuff years ago yeah I, i i so but people were melting down because they got mad at people for bringing it up because they were just so worried that oh my god you're canceling her you're calling her no we're just saying it's fucking funny it's funny that she was in she was a clan princess. That is the funniest thing I can possibly imagine. Like, what are you going to tell me next? Like, the, the some of the improv comedians from the Daily Show or were like pro segregation or something? Like, no. Like, that just seems like a completely re- that, well. I mean, oh, I mean, you oh know, uh, that, there is that, that did actually there makes, is Samantha oh. B. It did there actually happen. Oh, you mean that school actually happen? But again, you know, still like just extremely funny thing to point out. It's okay to laugh at celebrities. And goofy, don't melt down and say that everybody in the, and start telling on yourself because this is the main thing people are doing. They're like, my cousin like loves the Confederate flag, and I'm right. from Illinois. I'm like, no, no, you're just like super racist, and <laughs> like if you, yeah. like you're not even from the South. Like it, it was completely bizarre, uh, meltdown of people, and like one person even. At is so sad, but I, I have to point out. <laughs> because she was making all these defenses of Ellie Kemper, people were saying like, oh, I guess you went to a clan ball too. Right. And uh, some people did. Some people were like, oh, I went to one of these things and I'm not racist. That's fine. But this person actually had to say that actually I was a loser in high school. So I would never have been invited to one of the clan balls. Oh my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) You don't have to say that, dude.
1: Come on. You turned out to be the cool one.
2: I mean, I don't know if that's the best defense if someone is actually using like KKK popularity <laughs> contests as their self worth barometer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. B- I don't know. I don't know. But that, that's a pretty, that's pretty incredible, though. That was a pretty incredible, I don't know about meltdown, but just it's moment,
0: a, moment. Serious-
2: Moment, moment, yeah, but, but,
0: moment. but that kind—that kind of is how this meltdown may turned out. Not a lot of standout athletes, not a lot of stand-up posts. Just a general vibe of everybody losing their shit over sillier and sillier things for no reason. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to call it there. We'll have to wrap. So, Katie, where can people find you?
2: You can find me on uh, the Katie Helper Show on YouTube, on um, SoundCloud, and iTunes. It's podcasts and the video. I do live streams. And of course, on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. Again, it's patreon.com slash the Katie Helper Show. And you can find Useful Idiots on Substack. That's uh, usefulidiots.substack.com. And Katie Helps is my Twitter handle. Yeah.
0: All right, folks. And that's it, Yeah. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Have this a great one. one. My cup for a cup in it. Ride around the block, got two women. Huh? 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 Nigga been thugging you, new to it. I'm pop my lay on new jiggers. They ain't got to right when you doin' with it. Huh? See you niggas try to ride my way. Huh? End up on a short, blown
2: away. Seven days out the week, I'm on flee. In a loop of fleece, look she. Chinese, Eastern airline, when I fly. Huh? Huh? Serving fish, nigga, who am I? Huh?